TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Christoph, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is The Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. And today, Brett, you, me, together, and Damien is gone for a walkabout. We have no idea where he is, but I'm sure he's busy doing something amazing and serving the world. But we actually have a very special guest, and the special guest, uh, his name is BJ Hardick. And I have known BJ for quite some time now. I would say I would venture about 18 years, almost half my life. And uh, I met BJ because of a couple of reasons. Number one, um, I knew his father. His father was a, a very well-known chiropractor and speaker, uh, very inspirational. I remember listening to, to him the very first time uh, when I was in, went to Carpenter College in Canada and uh, I was very inspired. He always, you know, just, you know, got us to take action. But more importantly, I met VJ when he was actually at Life University and uh, and uh, we, we just hung out. We, we just kind of got along and there's a lot, of, there's a group of us in Canada. We just kind of hung out, even though he went to a different university. It was just great to see him. But he has, uh, ever since he graduated in 2001 from Life University as a chiropractor, um, he practiced in London, Ontario. He is just, you know, you know, every year is just you know just doing amazing things. He's raised in a holistic family. He's uh, he's a, definitely an organic food fanatic, um, and he has spent majority of his life you know working in natural healthcare. And so it's really great to just kind of hear his perspective. But today we've been talking a lot about real detox. And he first wrote his uh, wrote a book back in two thousand and nine. But more importantly though, the he his most recent project is an ebook titled called Real Detox. And this is what we're going to be focusing our, um, our time today on because. He, he gets to tell his own personal story about battling mercury toxicity. We never actually had anybody in the last four and a half years in the Wellness Guide to be able to talk about something like this. And I'm really looking forward to this episode. So welcome to the show, BJ. Oh, it's an absolute honor. Thank you both. BJ, um, it's it's great to have you on after all these years. Like I think we just before the call, we, you know, we haven't spoken in probably about 14, 15 years. Um, but like I said, you know, we it's great to kind of catch up again and uh, felt like it was just yesterday. But my first question to you is, you know, why, you know, create, why start on this? Like, I mean, you're a chiropractor, you're practicing, you know, you're serving, you know, hundreds and thousands of people. But why all of a sudden, you know, go into and creating the book called Real Detox? Well, you know, fundamentally, you know, I've I've always been raised to believe that my body is self-healing and it's self-regulating. I was really taught as a young child that my body was designed to heal itself, provided there was no interference in my system. Certainly, being raised in a chiropractic family, you know, we always focused a lot of the 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 attention on physical interference. You know, so damage to the spine, physical interruption to the central nervous system that would limit my body's ability to heal. And, you know, I just grew up, you know, always being taught that if there was an interference to healing, remove the interference, the body is designed to heal itself. And that really was my, that's still, that's my governing principle for health. Sometimes we don't always understand the way that the body is healing, but, you know, fundamentally and deep down, you know, that is the principle of living a life of full abundance from, you know, the power of universal intelligence through my body's own innate intelligence from above, down and inside out, trusting my body's great wisdom to heal itself. You know, at the same time, I reached a point in my life where now I not only had physical uh, sources of interference that could have crept up upon me, and of course, I had taken care of a lot of those through chiropractic care and taking care of my physical body. You know, but you know, realistically, you know, we all deal with, as did I, a lot of chemical interference. And frankly, I did not ever really place a lot of attention upon that until I actually got you know quite sick myself. When about 10 years ago, I started to develop severe digestive issues, severe energy issues, uh, certainly a lot of skin issues as well, a lot of muscle twitching, a lot of things that really just couldn't be explained. 
And certainly, you know, because I, this was already a, a, a philosophical premise that made sense to me that my body needed no help. It just needed no interference. You know, when I discovered the world of detoxification of basically eliminating from your body that which is already inter, that which is interfering with the natural innate mechanisms, it just made total sense to me. You know, so the new project, Real Detox, just as an ebook, I mean, I truthfully wanted to put it together just as a resource for people who already abide by this philosophy to really understand what those tools need to be, you know, because certainly, you know, when I had physical interference in my system, uh, younger, you know, from, you know, physical subluxations and damage to the spine, you know, the solution was, you know, get my chiropractic adjustments and do the recommended home exercises that my chiropractor gave me and make sure that I have a good, healthy spine. But when it came time to actually deal with chemical buildup of chemical toxicity, uh, that's a whole other world, you know. So I wanted something that was easy for people to follow, and that was really the inspiration behind the book. And it definitely is something that, you know, even beyond uh, my physical practice, it's something that I really emphasize in a lot of the seminars because, and just you know, you know more more nationally and internationally, because we, re- you know, I recognize that this is something that people are dealing with all over the world, no matter how pure and organic of a lifestyle they intend to live. You know, I'm certainly the guy that you know loves his organic food, and I have green everything. But certainly when I saw my results, how toxic I was, I thought, man, if I'm this bad, you know, what is it for somebody who might not have been blessed with that, that healing philosophy growing up, who might not have been raised in an organic family? How much worse could it be for them? And therefore, what can we do so we can help them? So, BJ, let's talk a bit about what happened to you. So, first of all, I'd like to know, it's kind of a two-part question. First of all, I'd like to know, what were the signs and symptoms you were experiencing? And the second part of the question is, how did you deal with that? Obviously, as a healthcare practitioner, someone who was a role model to your community about health and well-being, how did that hit you when you started to notice these signs and symptoms? Okay, great question. And Brett, let me make sure I answer your question. Because I, 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 it, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's two parts. It might even be three parts. The first thing is this. What were the signs and symptoms for me? There's no question because in my case, I was dealing with severe, severe mercury toxicity. Mercury is a heavy metal. Uh, there's other heavy metals that are a real problem right now. You know, I, I'm here in Canada and I'm not that far from Flint, Michigan, you know, where there's major concerns of lead toxicity in people that have been drinking polluted water now for the last however many months. You know, but certainly when I started to deal with toxicity symptoms, that which I which I identified, you know, through the proper testing what, what where they were coming from, you know, for me it was a lot of digestive issues. It was a lot of digestive and energy issues. What people need to understand about something like mercury is it is indeed a neurotoxin. So just by that's own definition, neuro, nerve, toxin, tox, you know, it's, it's toxic to the nervous system. So when we think about interference to the nervous system, you know, frankly, the nervous system controls all functions in the body. So in, you know, if somebody was dealing with mercury toxicity or any other type of neurotoxin, I would frankly not rule out any one symptom as potentially being associated with with the nervous system, you know, as we know through chiropractic principles, sort of the nervous system isn't able to, you know, control and coordinate all parts of the body, you know, disease will be one of the end results of that. So in my case, it was a lot of my gut issues. You know, frankly, we think about the, the, the um, just the, 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 uh, the, the, the enteric nervous system controlling the gastrointestinal system. You know, I mean, it's, it's a neurologic, it's, it's all driven by the central nervous system. So in the case of me, uh, you know, dealing with digestive issues, a lot of alternating constipation and diarrhea. What I mean by that is I would think that I would eat like a perfectly great balanced meal, 
you know, three meals one day, but my, the next day my digestion would be a mess. I would deal with constipation, uh, a lot of gaseousness, a lot of bloating. It would just zoink my – and it would just take the energy right out of me uh, just to the point that I couldn't even really have carry on conversations. And f- at, at first I thought it was just dealing with like some type of intestinal virus or something. You know, I thought, okay, this will pass. But then after a couple of weeks it doesn't pass. You start to think, okay, is this something that will take longer? And of course, once that starts to take its toll on me, then it's dealing with a lot of energy issues because your digestive system really, you know, I've always learned that is the number one utilizer of energy in the body. So once your GI system is um, in the tank, now all of a sudden you go to sleep nine hours to get ahead on your sleep or get caught up on your sleep, depending on what part of the world you're in, I guess. You know, you guys in Australia, it's it's the next day from here. So <laughs> we're all, all in these different sleep cycles, but I'm finding that I can't even get enough sleep. I would, I would sleep nine hours. The next day, I would be totally exhausted. You know, so once, once your energy starts to get messed up, well, now it starts to affect a lot of things. It affects your ability to think. It affects your cognitive abilities as well. Um, you know, it starts to deal with a lot of brain fog issues. A lot of the other things that we associate with toxicity certainly would be like a lot of uh, muscle twitching, for instance, you know, because obviously muscles just don't think for themselves. They're controlled by neural synapses. Um, you know, I remember just even when I was, um, one of the early signs when I was back in school close to 20 years ago, I just had this, you know, uncontrollable twitching of certain muscles in my body, specifically my eyelids and somewhere on my cheek, I remember. You know, so we see a lot of issues related to the nervous system. And again, I would therefore not rule out things like you know, uh, 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 uncontrollable body odor for certain people. I've certainly seen people that have a lot of extra sensitive uh, uh, teeth, people that have extra sensitivity to certain chemicals and certain sounds as well. That's the nervous system going crazy. You know, so th- that's what that's what I noticed in me, and then it's also what I've noticed in other people as well. Now, when I started dealing with these things, and I, this is where Brett, I want to make sure I'm answering the proper question for you. I'm thinking, you know, how do I deal with this? Because frankly, I'm the healthy guy, right? Pete, nobody's supposed to know this is happening. Yeah. You know, so quite frankly, you know, through those years, you know, the, at first I wanted no one to know, you know, because I was supposedly the healthy guy who taught people how to eat right and how to exercise. Uh, in the end, though, I think that God gives us all experiences for a certain reason, and obviously this led me down a path where I can help more people through my own experience. It didn't take me very long to uh, uh, really you know, research as, as quickly as I possibly could where my problems could be coming from, and in the moment I actually discovered this whole methodology of detoxification and the importance of it, and most importantly, how it remained congruent with those healing principles that I had always learned. Uh, pretty soon, I wanted to make sure that the rest of the world knew that as well. So, uh, so that's how I initially reacted. But pretty soon, you know, I was quite happy to be quite transparent with my community. When I taught seminars, I I, I wanted people to understand that I had been through through this as as well. You know, when somebody really looks to detoxify from severe, uh, persistent, uh, 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 like in my case, mercury toxicity. You know, my mercury levels were ten times higher what would, than what was considered the acceptable limit when it came back from the test. You know, detoxing from that took a couple years. So there's no question. I was actually, you know, still giving seminars. You know, quite frank with folks, admitting that hey, healing takes time, and that I would be going through it as well. Is that did that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Like, when you BJ, when you start listing all those things, like I know one thing's happening in people's minds as they're listening to this, going, they're freaking out, right? So, because they're like, oh my god, oh my god, right? <laughs> this is happening to me. And so, yeah. I guess the the question would be is, you know, what what is the first starting point? Like, you know, people are are, are sort of if they're in that mindset, go, well, maybe this is the case. Maybe I should investigate. How? Where, where do people start? 
Well, you know, in the uh, in the ebook that we've now just recently released, I, I I've broken it up into three different categories because you know you have pretty much your 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 basic detoxification, you have your advanced detoxification, and then certainly you have you know extreme heavy metal detoxification, and that obviously was where I was. You know, but when I, when we look at basic detoxification, we try and say, okay, what can people do on a day in and day out basis on a pure matter of prevention, uh, not necessarily going to the extent of getting like a provoked heavy metal urine test done, or not even working with a detoxification professional as I did, not getting lab testing done, but actually just saying, what can I do on a real just preventive basis? And that's where you know that's where frankly I think that's where we have the the the, um, the best hope. You know, so if kids start with a lot of these you know principles when they're young. You know, obviously in the ebook we talk a lot about the importance of getting in uh, uh, the vegetables and the foods that benefit the immune system that actually help to stimulate glutathione, which is your body's primary antioxidant. Uh, we, we talk about obviously not just making sure that we're getting rid of chemicals, but that we're not adding more into the body. And then addressing some of the other things that we can be done on a preventive basis, like obviously all of the sulfur-containing foods. Um, even for folks with kids, you know, even the most basic things when we're dealing with you know, daily Epsom salt baths, Obviously, right now, uh, the world has finally woken up in, in the last few years to the uh, long-known benefits of the infrared sauna, and now people are doing this more and more on a regular and a preventative basis. It's actually quite exciting for me, you know, Lawrence. There used to be these spas here in, in, in Canada that were all the um, the cancer beds, all the um, – what are those called? Where you lay down and you get a fake tan? What is that called? A tanning salon. Right. You know, so I've seen some of them convert into like infrared sauna salons now. So we go from having <laughs> – caused cancer to now doing things that we know that can prevent <laughs> cancer, which is awesome. You know, so there's obviously the basic things that I would encourage everyone to do. Um, and obviously, a lot of it starts with, you know, nutrition. But obviously, there's, there's interventions that people can do as well. Uh, you know, I never want to forget about just the other things that really, the, the most important thing I'd want to communicate is that detoxification is a natural innate process for your body. Your body wants to detoxify that's why you have a liver. That's why you have well, one of the reasons why you have a colon. It's it's one of the major roles of the kidneys as well. Your body is always aiming to detoxify. However, if there's interference in that system, your body's going to have uh, basically a dam in the river. Your body's going to have some uh, inability to eliminate what it needs to eliminate. So, the first thing is to recognize this is a natural innate process, and that we know some of the things that help your body detoxify um, are even sunlight, uh, uh, lots of exercise. Those definitely help your body detoxify. Are there definitely certain herbs and nutrients and sulfur-containing foods that contribute to the process? Absolutely. And th those we've listed all in quite de you know, a lot of detail in the book. Now, I also talk a lot about you know, when someone would want to, want to actually look at working with a detox professional. And this is where, like, obviously, your licensure uh, there in Australia might be different from what it is in the United States or what it is in Canada. No, but truthfully, you know, we have some incredible functional medicine doctors around the world. Uh, depending on what state or province or part of the world uh, uh, certain chiropractors are in, uh, some may be able to take, you know, actually you know, get into uh, significant detox with their patients. Naturopathic doctors, homeopathic doctors, there are plenty of people that look at this because, again, one of the things, you know, de detox has actually been challenged by the conventional medical world lately. And that really bothers me because I think there's some suggestion that, uh, uh, oh, you know, detox, it's just this fad. Listen, it's not a fad. I mean, I saw my mercury numbers at the level of, you know, 27 where they should no longer, where, where the lab determined it should be any higher than 2.5. You know, people do get toxic. 
However, what's not well understood in the conventional medical world is how to eliminate that. And that's why we've got great detox professionals that put an emphasis, an, an emphasis on this. So I do get into the book what a lot of the general principles are that people can and should do. But certainly then if somebody even goes through and they're working with a professional or they're identifying, and I have some of this fun stuff on my website as well, what some of the, question, some, some of the questions you might ask yourself um, you know, because there are definitely are certain um, uh, personal histories that might contribute to more uh, uh, higher levels of toxicity, and there certainly are personal symptoms that, in my mind, are often a dead giveaway for somebody who's quite toxic. You know, if, even if, if I look at somebody with with a personal history of toxicity, I would certainly say, like in my case, um, I'm quite confident because I saw my mom's levels of toxicity. I'm quite certain that I got a lot of my uh, chronic mercury poisoning. Uh, frankly, from my mom, you know, we know that things like uh, lead and mercury, they do not only cross through it from breast milk, but they cross the placenta. So, you know, I looked at all of my mom's levels and her highs and lows were all the same as mine. Uh, so I have to assume that I got a lot of that from her. I have to assume that because my mom had 13 silver amalgam fillings, you know, so silver fillings are 50% mercury. They're banned in many countries. They're not banned in the United States. They're not banned in Canada. Um, I would certainly believe that a lot of her toxicity came from that. So, you know, if I had somebody who, you know, worked in quite a toxic uh, condition, or they lived in a moldy home, or if they had silver fillings. Um, certainly, uh, my uh, uh, the, sorry, the um, my good friend who was the lead author of the Cancer Killers book, uh, Dr. Charles Majors. You know, uh, he's a great friend of mine, and I, w- I had the honor of you know contributing some of the nu- nutrition pieces to the Cancer Killers book. I mean, he talks about you know, just, um, you know, being around uh, home renovations, you know, so certainly people that, you know, are constantly working these in these overly chemical environments. um, Yes, I would say then you should be working with somebody to see, okay, what are my levels? What do I need to do to detox? And how can I actually measure that I've improved over time? Um, You know, two last things, you know, somebody, somebody asked me earlier today, somebody was uh, really, you know, seeking out some care for me on a real preventive basis and said, you know, but I can't tell based on my symptoms, whether or not I'm actually getting healthier or not. And, and, you know, frankly, I said, wait a second, you're the, per- you, this is the, this is the ideal type of client, you know, like we would much rather work with somebody on their nutrition before they need to lose a lot of weight. So I, I would say, you know, if anybody's working to improve their health, they want to do it on a preventive basis, be very aware of the dangers that are out there toxicity wise and start working on it now, even if you don't have symptoms. So, BJ, we're talking about, you know, you've said there that the body needs no help, no interference, obviously a very chiropractic principle, one we agree with. Um, But sometimes people look at that in terms of detox and they'll say, well, you know, the body's got these natural systems of detoxing. Um, Why do we need to do more than that? Why can't we just try and eat clean and let the body just detoxify itself? So what are the other interferences that are stopping that natural detox process from happening? And, And why do we need to do more than just clean up our life and let the body take care of itself? Uh. 100% 100% great question. And that's why, frankly, um, oftentimes, you know, the, the field of detoxification is quite challenged. You know, it's challenged from conventional mm-hmm. medicine. You know, I've certainly, you know, um, you know, seen people in conventional medicine say, hey, you know, I detoxed today because I had a bowel movement. I detoxed because I went to the bathroom and I detoxed because I sweat. You know what? The truth is, if you look at, the, if you, look at you know, where we would have been in ancestral times, you know, obviously, you know, we have a liver and all these organs to detox because we were designed to be around certain things like maybe coal from a fire. Or there are certain fungal toxins that get released from, you know, mushrooms that are underneath a tree. You know, but these things, if you want to go back to another chiropractic principle, um, you know, Dr. Brett, you know, there's a principle which is known as limitations of matter. You know, so certainly, although our creator recognized that we'd be around certain things like coal from a fire and fungal toxins, you know, frankly, 
you know, we knew even if I go back into chiropractic textbooks from 80 years ago, there was already a concern because we were concocting so many different types of chemicals beyond the body's own ability to recognize and deal with them that that was going beyond our body's own limitation as a result of a limitation of matter. So what we know, for instance, when we look at something um, like, like mercury in my case, you know, mercury was not ever really designed to even get to be... Um, very, very close to the human body, never mind, you know, embedded in somebody's tooth, which is embedded in their jaw. You know, so for that matter, we know that these things are very, very toxic and they do, you know, certain, you know, they can, some of these can actually, you know, pass uh, the blood brain barrier. They can actually get into the nuclei of cells, affect mitochondrial function as well. And that's why we do certainly have to take a real targeted approach. Brett, I am 100% with you on this and so would be my mom. You know, my mom, she's one of the most holistically principled people in the world. And man, when she started looking at detoxing, she, she just said, man, I don't take vitamins. No, she, actually, her, her line was, I don't take pills. You know? You know, I don't take any types of vitamins. I don't eat anything <laughs> from the outside in. You know? and, then I, and then my father, who's this other very, very holistically driven person, said, well, wait a second. But you had all these chemicals invented in laboratories that are meant to be in plastics and meant to be in mercury and all and, and, sorry, mer- you know, mercury and silver fillings and all these things. You know, those made it into your body from the outside in as well. So if we're going to get those from the inside out, we are going to have to be a lot more targeted with how we can get those things to basically get out of the body. So frankly, I, I, you know, with this whole mission is, you know, all of our health mission is to empower people that, yes, the body is self-healing, it's self-regulating. Hey, but there gets to a point where there's a, limit, a limitation of matter. And if you get into some of these, you know, um, toxic heavy metals that, you know, really they should be, you know, you know, in the core of the earth and not your body, there's got to be a very, very targeted approach to uh, best enable your body to eliminate those. Is, did that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. That was great. That, that's, that's my perspective, you know? And in doing that, I don't want anyone to ever think, wait a second, that's because your body is weak or that's because your body is not powerful. Again, I believe that when all you know, systems are firing the way they should, the, ba- the body is powerful beyond measure. Mm-hmm. I think the way we look at it is this. There is you know, obviously a general process of prevention that we would like everyone to follow right from the nu- nutrition and exercise and everyday detox and certainly things like chiropractic care and having healthy mindset and sleep and rest and all those things. But then once we get to a point where people are dealing with some you know, serious disease, as I was, and, and, and serious problems, well, you can either stick with that principle that the body is self-healing and self-regulating and all I need to do is remove the interference, or you can now abandon that principle and then turn to conventional medicine and go under the guise of I have a disease and I need to do something to mitigate the symptoms. So certainly I could have taken, multi, my, I could have taken muscle relaxants from the out, from the outside in to deal with some of my eyeball twitching. You know what I mean? I certainly could have taken all kinds of types of um, you know, medications or even just herbal remedies just to kind of control my digestion where deep down I want to do everything I possibly can to you know, figure out what was interfering with my body's function in the first place. So they are two very distinctly different philosophies even though they do, they do repl- rely upon someone making very clear outside-in choices. Mm, absolutely. So in summary, really, is that, you know, when people say that you don't need to detoxification, your body does it, it's because we're making a lot of assumption, the, the assumption that the body is perfect already, like without, you know, without all the stresses and the exposures that we're actually already getting. So BJ, I would love to ask though, on a day to day basis, um, yeah. you know, what are some of the things um, that people can do on a regular basis to, you know, help detoxify? What are some of the methods that are actually doing there? What are some of the things that we could just do on a basis to make sure you even um, prevent our exposure to it? 
you know, well, there's, there's, uh, I know there's hundreds, uh, so maybe just a, give a, a never few. ending list of ways we can do this. And, and let me think of where we can start here. You know, obviously one of the things that I saw, frankly, th- this, this is not, this is not just holistic medicine now, you know, it wasn't long ago that on CNN, which frankly, you know, CNN is usually going to prevent a, present a, you know, typically a pretty conventional perspective on things. It, it started to change in the last few years. But, you know, years ago when CNN was quite conventional medicine driven only, you know, you didn't see a lot of news on alternative medicine there. You know, we were already starting to see uh, the evidence of children's uh, blood being tested, finding out that they were severely high in all of the compounds that are found in plastics, which are in plastic toys. Uh, plastic bottles, plastic jars. You know, uh, obviously, this is getting into kids because kids are closer to these things. They kids are also playing with them all day long. In many cases, we know that kids are chewing on these things as well. You know, uh, and then there's also the concern that there can be leaching of a lot of these plastics into foods, specifically when you know. Listen, you know, Lawrence, I don't. If I have like, if I have like a like a Tupperware container made of plastic, I don't freak out that you know I I, I um you know have like one sandwich sitting in there and then I put the sandwich in and then I take the sandwich out. Um, actually, I don't eat sandwiches, but something with the consistency of a sandwich, yeah. I'm not so concerned about that becoming toxic just because it's sat inside of a plastic container. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the concern is obviously with plastic. Uh, when you think of water bottles that get heated up in the summer because they're sitting in somebody's car and it gets very hot, we're concerned about the leaching of plastics into the water. Uh, that's why things like BPA are now banned in Canada. That's why you can't have these you know, uh, water bottles that have BPA in them, uh, both the hard and the soft water bottles. We also have to be concerned about water bottles when they freeze, that they're going to be leasing, leaching of plastic. And therefore, to that same measure, you know, when people are storing food, if they're storing food that is um, you know, uh, uh, very, very fatty, you know, so like if I was storing like a guacamole or something like that, which is basically all good fats, you got to remember toxins are indeed fat soluble and fat allows, you know, n- basically, you know, nutrients to get into cells and toxins to get out of cells. I mean, fat really is the trans is, is um, the, the transport medium. You know, I don't want something that's really, really fatty or something that's very, very creamy uh, or even something that's a liquid sitting in a plastic container. Um, over time. In fact, what's really, really scary is a lot of the plastics that have been replaced now for the healthy plastics. Uh, I'm not so sure that I really love what I see showing up in the healthy plastic now. So one of the easy things that we do is we store everything in glass, right? That's one of the uh, things people can do right off the right out of the gate is, you know, el- you know reduce your uh, use of plastic, please, for storing things, for drinking things out of them. Uh, certainly, you know, like with kids, with baby bottles and things like that, we can move away from the plastics to more of the natural rubbers. And again, we know that those things are much more inert compounds. Even with water that people are drinking on a, on, 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 a, on, a, on a regular basis too. I mean, I would love to say that there's one best type of water. For me, I'm a big fan of having a whole home filtration system because quite frankly, although I will you know, drink you know, water out of a glass jar, you know, man, when I go into a shower or when I go into a bathtub, my pores are opened up and that's when I'm taking in whatever is in that water. So like for the people that are, you know, in Flint, Michigan right now and they're dealing with uh, major lead concerns, man, I would just as much want to make sure there's a major uh, 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 carbon filter uh, at a bare minimum hooked up to the shower heads, um, all of the faucets, you know, the laundry, what I wash my dishes with. What's really, really great is whole home filters. Years ago, you used to cost twenty or thirty thousand. Now people can get a, a incredible whole home system for more like seven hundred to uh, I've seen about seven hundred to about twelve hundred dollars here in Canada. And again, that'll typically last a family, you know, five to ten years. You know, so basically, all we're saying is, even if it's just dead city water, we're not adding back in probiotics or oxygen or anything else. I mean, ideally, I'd want to have spring water right out of a spring, although I would still want to make sure it's clean and you can test for that as well. Hey, listen, even if we're just dealing with city water, 
let's basically eliminate what shouldn't be in the water, like uh, chlorine and uh, uh, fluoride and all these other things. A lot of cities now, there's issues with pharmaceuticals actually showing up in the water supply from people flushing these things down the toilet. You know, so definitely looking at the water that, that people are getting in and really not just what you're drinking, but the entire household. So those are a couple of things that I think families can do just on a real preventive basis. And again, those are things that are going to last a long, long time as well. So that's not even getting into food. That's just, that's just the rest of your environment. So BJ, I reckon there's heaps of people listening to this thinking, oh, I think I might be toxic. Um, yeah. How do people find out if they're toxic? Well, there's several, there's several ways of doing it. And I should emphasize, uh, I just had a communication with somebody with whom we're doing a summit here in the fall that uh, uh, is a real, real expert in the, the, the area of hair analysis. Let me tell you, this person that I spoke with, expert in the area of hair analysis, not all hair analysis is necessarily the same. <laughs> you know, so we've got to be very, very careful that, you know, you know, people aren't getting their toxic levels tested at necessarily um, um, like a flea market or something. You know, I mean, there, there's, there's good and there's bad hair analysis. There's good and there's good, there's good and there's bad urine analysis. Uh, one example, so in my case, I talk about this in the book. Um, if somebody really, really wants to see what their heavy metals look like, they can indeed get a provoked urine test. And, you know, when you look at... Um, uh, one of the reasons why oftentimes in conventional medicine we say, ah, oh, no, this is a sham, there's no big deal. You know, my blood is only, like the mer- my mercury levels were only going to show up in my blood um, if it was acute mercury poisoning. So certainly, you know, if I um, you know, broke a compact fluorescent light bulb in my house and the warning label says don't just clean it up but actually get out of the house, that's how bad it is. You know, certainly, or, or even worse, if, there are, if a thermometer breaks in a school or something like this, or I deal with any type of acute mercury poisoning and I want to get tested for that, that'll show up in the blood. But the chronic stuff gets bound up in the tissue and just doesn't always come out in your hair. It doesn't come out in your urine. doesn't come out in your blood. You know, so certainly, you know, I talk about in Real Detox about the importance of like a provoked urine test. You know, I, I had mine through dat- doctor's data out of, uh, uh, um, uh, I believe, Colorado in the United States, Colorado or Utah. There's a lot of progressive labs out there. But certainly, you know, where you actually take certain, you know, um, chelating and detoxing supplements while you're getting a test done to say, wait a second, if it was just this easy, if all it took was urinating, if that's what got rid of all the mercury, I would have, I would have detoxed a long time ago. But actually taking very specific supplements while someone is actually doing a provoked urine test, now all of a sudden they can see what those levels start to look like. And it's important that if somebody's going to test toxicity, uh, that they would do this with consistent measures both going into the process and then coming out. One thing that I, I'm very glad about is both like when I started this journey and then a year and a half later, I had the exact same types of lab tests done so that I could indeed compare apples to apples. So I know around the world there are different people that will use different uh, types of methodologies. And frankly, you know, I've been going to, you know, chiropractic seminars and holistic health seminars of all sorts now for 25 years. And I know there are some incredible uh, non-lab-based doctors who do do certain things, you know, like muscle testing, like reflex testing, like uh, uh, skin and dermal testing. You know, now for me, my preference, you know, just because this, this is where my mindset comes from, you know, I, I liked knowing what was and was not in my blood. And that certainly, that required me working with a detox professional. I was on, on mute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, this has been fascinating and it's been it's just amazing stuff. So uh, I was just, you know, taking a bunch of notes there. So thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. And, uh, you know, it's just great catching up after all these years. And I know that the listeners are going to get an absolute value out of this. But more importantly, I think they should, you know, obviously go and download this work, uh, ebook because, I, you know, it's uh, do you know, do you want to tell people where to download this ebook? 
Um, absolutely. It would be off my website. And I would emphasize it's a 92 page ebook. Uh, I know sometimes ebooks are five or 10 pages, <laughs> but I really, there is so much to this that I wanted to make sure that we could cover everything, not only my own journey, but what to do, whether somebody's looking at prevention or whether they're acutely toxic or chronically toxic, or even whether they want to change things in their home, how they can get things tested, both as far as their levels in their home and their levels in their body. And then also what the food uh, program looks like as far as, you know, make sure that you're on the right nutrition plan. And then also, you know, how to follow up with just with good maintenance as well. So I really wanted everything. And you know, obviously, you know, on my website, which is drhardick.com, which is just drhardick, H-A-R-D-I-C-K.com. You know, we've often written, you know, uh, a ton of articles just to serve as resources and reference material for people, but this really needed its own uh, ebook. So it's 92 pages. It is, it is a solid resource for people. Really, people just go to drhardick.com and certainly, you know, it's, it's immediately visible on the site, but it's just drhardick.com slash real detox or slash real dash detox. It's right there. Uh, really, just to start, I just really wanted to get this to folks um, immediately, just as comp- you know, really just as, as a free gift for people, you know, subscribing to my site. And uh, certainly, you know, already the feedback that we've had just in the one month that has been out, one month as of the date of this interview, um, it's been helping a lot of people, you know. So if I can use some of my experience to see that others can, you know, lead along a better, a better path of good natural health and a vibrant life, then that is uh, something that would thrill me so that's really the goal right now bj thank you so much and uh, thanks for sharing your message and thanks for sharing your story and also you know everything that you learned from it too as well so thanks and uh thanks for being on the on the podcast as well guys uh, make sure you uh go to our facebook page facebook.com slash d the wellness guys or the wellness couch make sure you like us there and uh you know share this podcast with your friends families and other strangers you think need a wellness update and uh, make sure you go check out real detox uh, rid your body of modern day toxins restore your innate healing abilities that's going to be on our website we'll put the show links in the show notes uh that's at the wellnesscouch.com under the wellness guys under this particular episode so subscribe to us on itunes while you're there please leave us a great rating and leave a comment on on uh, on there as well until next week begin creating wellness wellness into your lives lead by example let's change the world's health together join us next week on the wellness guy show we hope you enjoyed this wellness catch podcast brought to you by audible do you find that you just don't have time to read all the awesome books that you hear mentioned on the wellness couch well audible might just have the answer Audible is offering the Wellness Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torbs, Paleo Diet for Athletes, or even The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash The Wellness Couch. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash The Wellness Couch for your free audiobook. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.